Well, hello everybody. This is the Fay Driver. I'm back once again. Here we are in late to mid January 2023. And I thought I'd just do a little quick check in, see how everybody's doing. How are you doing? Good, good. Nice to hear from you. Yeah. Um, today we're on an adventure. We're in the Tow Monster today. And we are going to get do our Costco run. This Costco run is like a three-hour endeavor. Um, it's an hour to drive to the city where the Costco is. You know, what do you do? You take 30 to 45 minutes in Costco, get some gas, maybe grab a, a snack, and, uh, <clears throat> and then drive an hour back to home. So, uh, so today we're going to have a three hour long episode of the Pink Wheel Nuts podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, today I'm going to talk about drag shows in real in life, in real life, IRL. And, uh, and, uh, I'm going to talk about crankcase ventilation valves. Or filters, because somebody wrote in asking, "What exactly is does a crankcase ventilation filter do?" Um, who who was that? Was it one of the Dennis's? I can't remember who wrote in. I'm not going to look on my phone right now. Um, and I guess I don't know. I'll tell you what else is going on. It's been too warm to run my fireplace because if it's anything above freezing level. In, in outside and I run my fireplace then the house just gets too hot um, because we have a very efficient little fireplace and quite a small house so we can easily heat the, uh, the entire house um, with the fireplace but when it's only zero degrees like around freezing or minus two to plus two uh, it's just too warm. So we haven't gone through a lot of our wood supply this year. Which I guess is kind of a good thing because acquiring firewood can be costly as well. So, But that just means we're running our, our natural gas fire, fire furnace. Um, which is more, I don't know, I don't know if it's more costly than wood is or not. Um, I imagine it's probably cheaper, but right now I'm burning free wood. So I guess burning free wood is cheaper than burning, you know, natural gas. Uh, so the result of it being so warm is snow is melting. It's been raining a lot and the roads are dirty. My truck has been dirty for weeks. And just yesterday, I was able to wash the electric car. Um, and because uh, it was a nasty, dirty mess. And you know, I can't tolerate dirty cars. So, so today, I'm taking the tow monster to go to the Costco run. And I'm going to wash this truck. Whether it needs it or not, it definitely needs a wash. Um, 
and it's it, funnily it's very moist right it's very there's a lot of humidity in the air there's a lot of moisture it rained yesterday daytime and then it got down to minus two uh, Celsius you know below freezing so today when I had to get the truck running I had you know that it was encased in ice and it's I mean, still it's encased in ice there's a layer of of, of rain frozen rainwater on my hood at the moment um, and you know the doors were stuck and didn't want to open and all that kind of stuff so so we don't like these things we either want it to be really really cold and stay cold so that nothing melts and you can keep your truck clean or get warm and melt everything so that the roads are all dry again uh, and you know these these are the effects of global warming. We had the most we've been having the most unusual winter here. We had a heavy, heavy amount of snow right at the very beginning, much earlier than we might normally get our heavy snows in early December. Uh, and then it stopped snowing even before Christmas, and uh, it hasn't snowed since. Now we're mid-January. And it's been warm, warm, warm. So this is the weirdest thing. That that we thank all those diesel truck owners running their diesel trucks and polluting the environment, Casey in Denver. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's what's been happening with the weather. Now I'm going to talk about this uh, drag show situation. So. I live in a... Oh, my God. Now I'm going to get... Are you going for it? He's going for it. You got a guy cutting a dirt... Look, look at a dirty old, grungy old, 20-year-old Dodge diesel monster truck. Two one-ton truck spewing diesel fumes in front of me trying to accelerate onto this highway. Air quotes, Highway. Uh, to get in front of me. Now I gotta smell his diesel fumes. Phew. These diesel truck owners, God, they're, they're terrible, terrible people. Um, now I live in a small community. It's about, it's probably about 10,000 people is the, where the main city is. And there's a large, there's a large outlying, you know, population. I live 20 minutes out of town and it's in a small little Berg of 8,000 people and uh, uh, our main business center is you know in in town well I finally found the gay and lesbian organization in our little town lo and behold we've got kind of a pretty active little gay community um, and they're not even trying to make it a secret <laughs> Um, so I, I found this group after being here for two years and, um, it, uh, it, ha it has these little events all the time. So there was a drag show at the local Legion. Now, for those of you who might not know what a Legion is, the Legion is the, uh, armed forces, uh, you know, 
uh, I guess it's, it's not really, re- it's not technically retired, but it's the, uh, it's the organization that helps out retired service members, you know, uh, Army, Navy, whatever, uh, military service, and police organizations, fire department, uh, anybody who's worked in the, in the, uh, the milit, the more militaristic, um, style service, public service, the Legion is the, the organization that, you know, does things for these people. And of course, <clears throat> it's largely retired armed service personnel. So, so the bastion of the white, old man, white male <laughs> uh, organization uh, was was the location you know they have a little they have a little pub slash community hall restaurant or whatever kitchen more like a kitchen and the old folk the old army dudes go there and have a beer for a dollar seventy nine and maybe a side of fries and talk about the war stories <laughs> so it's actually it's not bad it's you know it's a small little community hall type situation which you can rent so the gays and lesbians rented this legion hall and uh, um, also you know the legion people are typically the the people who do the the uh, November 11 Remembrance Day for us in Canada Remembrance Day uh, poppies and uh, that kind of stuff so that's uh, for context so anyway, our little gay and lesbian group has this um, drag show. Uh, there goes that do- that Dodge truck spewing diesel fumes again <clears throat> in front of me, trying to pass all these semi trucks, trucker Alex, going up the hill. Um, uh, are we gonna get around the next trucker? Come on, little Dodge truck. You wanted to go so fast earlier. Now you're wimping out. What's the deal? Uh, Got to shift down here. Fourth gear. 1900 RPMs. I'm going to get out of your way. Just get, get your ass in gear. Okay. So, Mr. Anderson and I went to this drag show... Now we're not fans of the drag shows. I mean, I, I could, I, I could, I could definitely leave a drag show. Um, so we had two drag performers, um, a local drag personality, and uh, some other, air quotes, more famous drag personality who was parachuted in. Don't ask me what their names are. I don't have any idea who they are or where they're from. Um, so they each each of these two drag performers did three numbers each, I think. Uh, so it was a pretty small-scale little event. Um, there were probably 80 people in at this show, and the majority of them were straight older white women uh, there were about five 
gay homosexual men and about 20 lesbians, maybe, and the rest of them were all the straights. Oh, 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 gotta slow down. Oh, 80 kilometers here. So, you know, all in all, pretty disappointing <laughs> when you wanted. I, I, I thought I, I thought the gay men would be flocking to these drag shows, but there was nary a gay man in there, including Mr. Anderson and myself. I think I only saw three other potentially gay men and like five other men who were definitely not gay. Um, and the president of the Legion <laughs> who was bussing tables. Um, but still, it was okay. You know, it's fine. You support the local troops, right? Um, the entire gay and lesbian club here is run by uh, women, uh, straight straight woman who has a who has a an LGBTQ child. I don't know what their which letter they fall under. But the the president is of is is a straight mom, a P flag person. There's a couple of transgendered ladies who are also in this group, and then uh, you know they, we had a transgender female um, DJ running sort of running the show. So a lot of female representation at this local gay club. So uh, uh, it's kind of interesting to me. Not a nary, nary a gay man homosexual to be found. So I was quite surprised by that. Um, so anyway, we're touch base, and they got all kinds of events going on. They do, they do uh, disco roller skate night. Uh, there's a yoga, a yoga day. Uh, if you're into yoga, which I should be because gaining weight. And what else? They have the uh, snowshoeing and uh, beers for queers, which I don't know when that is. And there's a burlesque show that they're sponsoring. So, uh, you know, in the next two months, there's like four events. So pretty active. I'm quite impressed at how active this local gay club is. So that... So that happened. Um, so that was it. Was good. I'm glad, happy to sort of try to make some connections with people, being that we're so far out into the Tules. You know, we're we're out here in the middle of nowhere. Um, so looking forward to more interactions. So if you want to turn off now, I'm going to talk about uh, positive crankcase ventilation. So I told you that on my diesel pickup truck, I changed the, the crankcase ventilation filter, which is a fairly large air, air style filter, um, which collects the gases <clears throat> that come out of the crankcase and it recirculates it back into the, uh, into the intake system. To, to burn when you air and fuel it goes through the engine. I'll explain this in a minute. That's a crankcase ventilation filter. There's also on smaller cars, non-diesel engines, for instance, uh, 
your typical uh, you know four or six or eight cylinder gas engine that that truck is doing more than the speed limit by a lot uh, that just just went flying past us the other way on your smaller engines your gas engines there's a, a PCV valve uh, which stands for positive crankcase ventilation valve and those are typically a much smaller little thing they might typically have a small bit of a filter in them um, but it's it's actually a valve <coughs> that actuates um, to allow gases from the crankcase to recirculate into the air intake system so now let's talk about what is all this as you know when your engine is running your engine is it has all these pistons in it and the pistons go up and down and they, uh, they, they you know they they pull air and gas fuel mixture into the piston the valves close the piston goes back up pushes back up and then a spark is ignited in the case of a gas engine by your spark plug it creates an explosion kaboom which forces the piston back down again and that's how we get the power which drives the uh, the crank uh, which turns you know your transmission and all that so these pistons are going up and down up and down making explosions and uh, during all of this there's oil of course from your oil pan and, the, and there's a pump in the oil pan that sucks up the oil from the bottom of the engine so it basically squirts it up moves it up to the top of the engine and sends it through various different little galleys and tubes and and uh, you know little little uh, circulation to squirt oil everywhere that it's needed and one of the most important places that oil is needed is in your cylinder where these pistons are going up and down up and down all the time so oil gets squirted in there and part of the job not only is it to um, uh, lubricate this the walls of the cylinder where the pistons are going up and down but also that oil creates a um, a seal so that when, uh, when the explosion goes off there's a small amount of oil that helps seal up with the help of something called a piston ring to so that the explosion stays in in the um, uh, the explosion chamber <laughs> and doesn't you know doesn't go everywhere else but what happens is a small amount of this explosion and gases and all this stuff that ha that's going on um, s sneaks through between the cylinder the the piston the piston rings and gets down behind uh, the piston and down into the crankcase and the crankcase is where the oil you know the, the crankcase is the bottom of the engine where the oil pan is so you get a lot of this sort of nasty gas unburnt products of combustion there could be some oil uh, sorry there could be some gasoline air fuel mixture that squeaks by and gets down into the crankcase underneath where all the pistons are banging and smashing around right so the crankcase ventilation filter allows this buildup of gases to escape and so the so on a gas engine there's a tiny little you know a little valve 
that when it senses there's a lot of pressure building up inside the crankcase, the valve will pop and it'll allow these gases to run, to flow back up into the air intake system. Um, and they, then they get sucked back in and reburnt as though they were the gas air fuel mixture that comes in. So that's a, that's a PCV valve positive crankcase ventilation valve and this valve can also be actuated by the computer system some valves are just they just do it on their own they're very simple and some valves are much more complicated where they're monitoring what the engine is doing um, and they will close and open the valve uh, at various times to maximize this ventilation so if you are a gas car engine owner, you do want to periodically replace your PCV valve uh, because it could get gummed up. It, you know, there's a lot of gooey, icky, hot, nasty gases and oil that's in there um, that's being sent through this PCV valve and that can cause your gas mileage to, to be really bad, um, higher consumption and that kind of stuff. Um, and also you don't want a blocked PCV valve because if these gases are not able to escape out of the crankcase and they build up too much, then you're going, you may experience um, a situation where the gaskets and the, the whole closed system of the oil pan uh, get breached because there's so much pressure building up that a gasket could break and because that all of that buildup of nasty gas and pressure wants to get once out right it wants to get away um, so uh, the PCV valve is kind of important and this is possibly what happened to this truck I'm driving this uh, diesel 6.7 liter six-cylinder diesel engine where I had to have the front timing chain cover gasket replaced and it could have been because of the buildup of the high, you know, high pressure crankcase, the, the pressures in the crankcase building up and pushing through the gasket, making a little hole in the gasket, and then the oil leaks. We don't know that that's what happened, but it's possible that that's what happened. So because this could be a symptom of, uh, what, of you know, a, a plugged crankcase ventilation filter in my case um, uh, you know when they get really really full they don't they they stop to work anymore the air can't flow through them uh, mine was definitely filled up with a bunch of oil and grease and gunk so uh, I chose to replace my crankcase ventilation filter um, because it could have contributed to this problem with the gasket and it is a service item anyway. I merely replaced my crankcase ventilation filter sooner than I needed to by about, I don't know, 20,000 miles, maybe 10,000 miles. So thank you for the question about crankcase ventilation filters, which I took to mean crankcase ventilation no PCV positive crankcase ventilation valves 
Okay, so that's that for this episode. I am the Fay Driver. Thank you for listening. If you have a question that you'd like me to go on and on and on about, email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Thanks for listening.